1: Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Us Weekly's entertainment director, Travis Cronin, and you're listening to Us Weekly's hot Hollywood podcast, the podcast where we uncover all of the celebrity news of the week, dig in deep, and tell you everything you need to know just to sound like a learned member of society. Well, uh, glad it's not just me screaming at a screen because I have my two amazing co-hosts. I mean, arbiter of everything, beauty, style, and just a nice person, I'm Flamberg,
2: you know, I feel like you should identify me as the nice person before the fact that I'm an arbiter, <laughs> but it's okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs>
1: All right, and nice person as well, baby girl, now baby woman, Sarah Huron, and the best bridesmaid that $0 can buy.
0: Oh, wow. Never a bride, always a bridesmaid. Hello, everyone. (laughs)
1: Hello. Well, we have a huge news week to get into. There was just all types of A-list stuff going on since we missed last week. But of course, before we start that, let's just start them off a little easy. And let's ask our co-host, what story just made them grab their proverbial pearls this week? Gwen Flamberg, what made you go aghast and grab your pearls this week?
2: Oh, my God, you guys. I cannot believe that Serena Williams is retiring from tennis. Serena was on the cover of the September issue of Vogue. No doubt the most important issue in the magazine's lineup for the year. Um, And she announced that she was retiring from tennis. Now, I don't know if you guys know this. I'm from Forest Hills, Forest Hills, Queens. And maybe (laughs) you all go to that Forest Hills Stadium to see music. But that's not what it started as. It's a tennis stadium. It was a tennis stadium where even the U.S. Open was played. I loved tennis. I was even a ball girl in my teen years. Huge that. tennis fan my whole life. <laughs> Serena, and of course her like fabulous tennis dresses and skirts that she designs and would wear. I can't believe that she's retiring from tennis. Will no doubt go down as, uh, you know, the GOAT, the goat, if you will. But really, what made me clutch my pearls, guys? was that dang Balenciaga gown that was in a fold-out cover with none other than her daughter Olympia holding it at the end. Made my heart melt. I love that family. Alexis Ohanian is such a good human as well as being like hot and a rich dude. Serena really struck gold. That family is beautiful. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm gonna miss her on the tennis court, but I can't wait to see what she does next.
1: Oh, my God. Agreed. Her daughter holding the end of that in the, the fold out really did it for me. And it was nice to see Balenciaga and someone else who isn't Kim Kardashian. Yeah. It just looked like very nice. It was, you know, styled down a little bit.
2: Balenciaga, as you know, I think that Balenciaga is intended to be a high couture house. And I also just loved this sentiment of olympia holding the gown it was cute it was adorable obviously but it i think it's a bit of foreshadowing that serena is leaving tennis to lift up girls and women um and you know olympia of course will will be the next generation um so i, I love the whole thing yeah this dress was outrageously amazing thank you Balenciaga.
1: It was Gorge. Um, Baby girl, Sarah Huron, is this about a mother-daughter high fashion hot couture duo that is your woe of the week or not?
0: Not quite. It's a little less um, uplifting, um, but it's about a daughter, kind of. There's a daughter involved. Um, I don't know if you guys remember a couple months ago, how could you forget, when Olivia Wilde was served with custody papers at CinemaCon while pre- presenting Don't Worry Darling, which finally hits theaters next month, um, at CinemaCon, and Jason is her former fiancé, had her served with custody papers for Daisy and Otis. Um, we heard back then that Jason didn't intend to take away from Olivia's moment um, that it was you know when you're served when you're served kind of thing but in new court documents that are quite explosive the two of them um, are not as amicable as things may have seemed you guys between Jason and Olivia she is alleging that he deliberately did this saying quote Jason's actions were clearly intended to threaten me and catch me off guard he could have served me discreetly but instead he chose to serve me in the most aggressive manner possible the fact that Jason would embarrass me professionally and put our personal conflict on public display in this manner is extremely contrary to our children's best interests since jason has made it clear that we will not be able to work this out for our children's sake outside of the court system i filed a petition for custody in los angeles so olivia wants to raise the kids in la and london which they have been doing jason who's going to be on a break from filming ted lasso would like to be in new york and have the kids be raised in brooklyn and go to school in brooklyn as they get to that age of being in school He fired back in his own documents explaining that he, quote, did not want to service the service to take place at the home of Olivia's current partner. AKA Harry Styles.
2: Oh my god, dad. Because
0: Otis and Daisy might be present. I did not want to serve the service to take place at the children's school because parents might be present. I understand that the process server had only done their job. However, I deeply regret what happened. Olivia's talk was both important for Olivia, both professionally and personally, and I'm very, very sorry that the incident marred her special moment. And again, his documents go into the fact that he believes the kids should be raised in New York City and not enrolled in London school in 2023, which is what Olivia intends. The Harry Styles
2: name drop in court documents, you guys. Well, also just that, like, this is, I've wondered for so long, do Daisy and Otis spend time with Harry Styles? And obviously they stay at his house and I just dead, dead, (laughs) dead, 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 wipe me off the floor.
1: It is just also just so sad for this family I don't know what to believe Travis Jason. always bringing
2: it down when we're like juicy court documents
0: and you're like they're kids and I'm and like they're yeah, kids. I know. I The right, right. right. school so starts in
1: what like a week you know it starts yeah. in like a week for them and they don't know which country they're going to be living in and just her getting served up there Jason explaining it sort of makes me forgive him a little bit more he's like I didn't want to do it in front of the kids but it seemed like revenge and pointed when he served her at the cinema Con. you'd oh. think
0: there's a mix between literally on stage at cinema cinema or cinema and like right. Harry's house house like even Erica Jane <laughs> getting served at the airport like that was embarrassing
1: right. but not like in, like presenting your directorial like movie Right, I, but I feel like maybe this person couldn't get backstage access, like didn't have her flight information. So maybe the stage was the only place that they knew where she was going to be. But- ugh, If I ever get agreed. served,
0: I would just, I kind of hope it happens in a wild way
2: for the story. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> or you, well, if you're
2: hearing anything. You'll be I mean, hearing from
1: my lawyer. So <laughs> yeah, lucky please, no for one me, you. No <laughs>
2: one it's like someone from the
0: Church of Scientology like walks up to me. <laughs> well, Next time I'm giving a you. wedding toast. It would do
2: much worse serious.
1: Well, <laughs> anyway. my my woe of the week was going to be uh that one of Brad Pitt's Bullet Train co-stars says that Brad Pitt has a shit list of actors he won't work with. <laughs> but then the trailer for Discovery Plus's House of Hammer dropped and that is absolutely my woe. This new trailer uh has a uh, three or four of his victims who have spoken out against Army Hammer, detailing everything that he said and did to them. There are auto files, there are text messages, and it is really messed up. I'm not even going to go into the really grossness, but, you know, and this is telling a lot about the documentary that the least gross thing is, he says uh, to one of the women, uh, Courtney, the first woman who came forward, I am a hundred percent a cannibal. <laughs> I know What
2: would you do If you were dating somebody You were on like Your third date And they said this to you Like would you just like Laugh nervously And like You know Move on to dessert Or or would you take them seriously
1: I would not take them seriously Especially if I was like A young up and coming actress Or model Out with Army Hammer And he said he was a cannibal I'd be like You're so silly That must mean something like Sexy but not cannibalistic (laughs) And brutalist (laughs)
0: I don't know. I think I'd take it seriously.
2: <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> really?
0: I mean, is it is it I don't know. Maybe just knowing what I know now because of Army Hammer, like if it if this was pre this, like if someone said it to me now, I'd be like, "Oh my god, you're Army Hammer." Right. If it was pre like reading about him like eating their bones, I don't I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to imagine a world where I don't know that, you know?
1: Every time someone orders ribs, I only think of him. So, you know, excited to, you know, cringe watch this whole thing, which is going to be gross, but it's our job. And I'm just honestly interested in all of these text messages because we've seen a lot, but it looks like there is more to come. His
0: poor kids. Daisy and Otis will be just fine hanging out with Harry. These kids. (laughs) are going to need a lot of therapy.
1: Of course. Yeah, they are. Hope they're already in. Well, let us move on to the news of the week. I was wrong about four years because Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson have broken up. Now, you all probably have heard this by now. Kim Kardashian um, first sparked speculation in October 2021 during SNL when she was Jasmine and he was Aladdin. They shared that sweet kiss uh, the way they were. And then they made their relationship Instagram official two months later, back-to-back red carpet debuts at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, Met Gala a week later. It seemed like it was going very, very well. Pete Davidson even said that he, uh, while he was dating her, that he has hopes for marriage and fatherhood in the future. He said, I'm definitely a family guy. My favorite thing ever, which I've yet to achieve. I want a kid that's like my dream. Um, A source told us it's upsetting for both of them, but it is what it is. Is. Uh, we heard from sources that the two remain friends and have nothing but respect for each other. I only half believe when sources say that, mm. but you know, that's what we got. Um, but Pete Davidson is not doing so well with her ex Kanye West. Now we have talked about Pete Davidson was getting online bullied, uh, by Kanye West for about uh, nine months. Um, he's spoken about his bipolar disorder and his, uh, suicide atten- uh, tendencies publicly and Kanye still berated him. So uh, we hear that luckily, uh, Pete Davidson is in, uh, counseling and therapy whatever you want to call it trauma trauma, therapy
0: right trauma therapy
1: for what kanye did to him over the last months but he got to kanye gave him one last blow before he went just something to kick off the therapy session with he posted a fake photo of the cover of the new york times saying skeet dead (laughs) at 23 and i 28, Skeet dead at 28. And uh, it's just, it's not good. And, you know, he, of course, said in his song about how he wants to beat him up. Uh, he was, <laughs> he sent the My Vision is Crystal Clear with all those K's, with the beautiful bed full of flowers to Kim Kardashian's house for Valentine's Day, and screenshots of the private communications with Kim talking about him. And he has now gone through, he's on his fifth divorce lawyer or looking for his sixth. It's just, it's all really, really bad on the Kanye front over there.
0: I mean, Uh part of me was surprised. These two had me fooled. I was like, I think my guess was March, I want to say. And then I was like, once they made it past that and we saw the Met Gala, we got the glimpses on the show. I was like, oh my God, Kim is going to marry this man. This is gonna happen. He had the tattoos. like, I didn't know if they were gonna be end game forever, but I certainly thought didn't know it was gonna end the when it did. I'm surprised. um, granted, they're a lot busier now. I mean, Pete's in like a movie in Australia. Kim's got a lot going on. summer with the kids, maybe not quite as fun as when they were in school. Um, Kanye, probably a constant thorn in their side. We only know what was happening publicly. Imagine what was happening privately with all of them. Um, and like, I feel bad for Pete. I think, that dealing with Kanye was a lot. And I think that maybe he bit off more than he could chew with this whole situation. Um, And I I feel like we've heard that they're
2: probably not gonna get back together, but I am kind of rooting for them too.
1: I am too.
2: I would love for them to get back together and Only Time and the Hulu show, The Kardashians (laughs) will tell all of us what happened and what's going to happen. Um, But I totally had me fooled. I totally thought it was a real deal, but then all those tattoos, You know, guys, when a celebrity tattoos their Mm -hmm. lover's name on them, it's the love affair is like almost over. So, alas...
1: Yes, those four tattoos, his cover-up artist just working overtime, Mm -hmm. billable hours on those for My Girl as a Lawyer, the name of her kids. Can't wait to see what those become in paparazzi photos as, you know, they come out from him filming the Wizards movie with Orlando Bloom. Glad he can (laughs) lean on Orlando Bloom during a time like this. He seems like a fun guy to go through a breakup with.
2: Definitely definitely so
1: let us go around and you know please comment on all of these and think you should who pete should date next i would love to see who you guys think pete should date next um sarah please go first who is the next victim slash love of pete's life
0: okay so my initial one was emrata because she's going through a divorce and she's also hot seemingly his type they could rebound together then i was thinking selena gomez would really be an interesting one in there because there's a lot of connections you know she's been in hollywood for a long time long time. She might be dating that like producer she's been in Italy with, but they're also been friends for a while. So maybe Selena. But what I really want is to come full circle and Pete to settle down with Cassie David and have all of this have Aww. been just like a wild whirlwind where those two get back to each other and are just like so funny and laughing about all the craziness that had ensued with Ariana Grande and cute Beckinsale and everybody else.
2: But Sarah, hell hath no fury like Cassie David. I don't think that those two would ever get back together. I don't think she would ever take him back a now, girl can dream true my pick to date pete next and now bear with me guys because i really could see this all right mindy kaling oh now, mindy kaling in the best shape of her life Her second season of Never Have I Ever is about to debut. She is a power lady. She is a uh, Mm -hmm. like a family minded gal. She had two babies on her own. We know that Pete likes to play baby daddy. Um, I don't know. I think he likes a strong woman. I think she's funny. I, I think she'd, you know, have a lot of fun with him and then probably kick him to the curb. Who knows? The other pick that I have for Pete is Megan Fox when Megan Fox and MGK eventually break up so that MGK could date our baby woman Sarah Heron. It's only inevitable. And I could see that being like, you know, it would get them all the uh, play would quench the thirst of, you know, a very public scandal.
1: That's a good one. I also can't wait for Baby Woman to date MGK, so I can finally have access to his hand-me-downs of his closet. Everything I'm he wears, on it. I just I'm immediately want to steal. <laughs> I want to seal it so bad. Um, well, my top pick for him is Halle Bailey of Chloe and Halle. I now, it. I think she is so gorgeous. She, you know, is single right now. I can just sort of see them working really well together. Um, I don't know why it fits so much. Emrata, of course, great idea. But also... Why not throw in someone who I really want to see him with Jennifer Coolidge? I want Uh to see him with Jennifer Coolidge or possibly Martha Stewart. I really want him to go. Queen Elizabeth. But Queen Elizabeth II is also, you know, an option, but I think less attainable. But I really want like a Jennifer Coolidge situation, like a beautiful, funny, older woman. I just think that would be amazing for Pete. My real,
0: my real guest now is Lori Harvey.
1: Oh, I like it. Uh, ooh, yeah. I think, oh God, I hope she's, well, yeah, that could work out. That could work out. So many well, options, a little time. So many <laughs> options. Hopefully if we know Pete, he hasn't been single for usually like a month or two. Kim, He was single before Kim Kardashian for a while, but before that it was like.
0: heartily. he, he dated the girl from Bridgerton.
1: Oh, yes, I forgot remember? he was with her. Was
0: last oh, summer they were at Wimbledon yeah.
2: together. Yeah, you oh, forgot.
1: God. The diamond of the season. Right. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, then we should have our answer by next week. And please leave us comments. We want to read them on air who you think he should date next. All right. Let's move in to just this really tragic story of the week. Um, Anne Heche, uh, her rep tells us that she remains in critical condition since she crashed her vehicle into a Los Angeles residence on Friday. Um, over the weekend, the representative said that she was in, Anne's representative said she was in stable condition following that information. But then later that day, things changed. And her rep told us that she remains in critical condition, slipping into a coma following the accident. She has a significant pulmonary injury that required mechanical ventilation and burns that require surgical intervention. She is currently being treated at the Grossman Burn Center. Oh. So sad. So Anna Hayes had just come from a hair appointment. She was driving. She backed into a parking garage. And then after she hit the parking garage, she drove directly into a house and the house caught on fire, just couldn't go any worse. Uh, The woman whose homes it was talked to us and said that she lost everything except for a few damaged sentimental belongings. She was renting the house from a woman. We also spoke to the owner of the house who was horrified that her house went down in flames too. And, you know, there are there's speculation from police that she could have been driving under the influence and they've asked for a drop of her blood. But police sources tell us that they are not pushing to arrest her right now. They are letting her heal. Um, but it's just a scary, sad situation for Anne Hayes who is had issues with substance in the back and in you know back in the day and leading up to today and i feel so bad for everyone in that house and n h in that car because you drive into a house and it catches on fire never have i heard of such an accident it's just really sad
2: terribly terribly sad she has exhibited uh, erratic behavior in the past so you know who knows what's happening here but just oh terrible burns are not great uh, they sure are
1: not. Well, let's take this up a notch. Uh, I can't wait to hear what Gwen has to say about the wedding of the century. Fight me if you don't think it is. Her hair was like the leading tower of Pisa. Tell us about Teresa Giudice, Judice, If You're Nasty's wedding, and what you thought of it, Gwen.
2: I mean, guys, the hair, the hair was sort of like... Grecian goddess inspired. I'm not quite sure, but it was um, there was a lot of extra hair in that style. That
1: wasn't all hers.
2: <laughs> I mean, to me, it looked like there was like a mid midsize golden doodle that was somehow hopefully not harmed in the making of that hairstyle. But the hairstylist did tell us that the style uh, cost ten thousand dollars to create and had 1,500 bobby pins in there to wow. hold that look up. I mean, guys, how many hours would it take to get 1,500 pins out? I believe that she
0: said on radio, Andy, it was two to three hours with Louie yeah. from two to four in the morning, helping her get the bobby pins out.
2: I mean, is that what you would want to be doing on your wedding night? No.
1: Just take a blowtorch to the whole thing and then just hit it, hit it off. <laughs>
0: But I'm- listen, Teresa Judice wants to be talked about. That's why she is the only you know New Jersey OG standing. One of the only OG housewives in general standing. She knows how to get attention. And every you know, she got married to jo- Juicy Joe the first time. Had some big hair. And then they renewed their vows for the cover of probably Us Weekly or In Touch, even bigger. Yep. And now this was the way to top it. it. It's if you look at the progression from her like wedding looks. I mean, this is incredibly over the top and insane. But it's it's what she had to do because. She She had to one up anything from the past.
2: I mean, please, guys, if I ever get married, just let me make a decision based on how I want to look, not about what people would say about my hairstyle. Like she must have also had a headache through her whole wedding
1: yeah it was nice that it was plopped right on top so she didn't have that ponytail pull it must have been heavy though oh god oh, i can't imagine her. and there's also a huge crown
2: on there huge crown huge crown i mean she did look very beautiful and more than that i believe that she is truly truly happy marrying louie but i thought travis like wow the people who are uh, very conspicuously absent from the wedding
1: yes but i
2: couldn't stop thinking about
1: yeah, I've definitely made me go, whoa. And if here in the regular news, Melissa Gorga and Joe Gorga, very conspicuous, conspicuously absent from his sisters, her sister-in-law's wedding. We've heard from a source that this could be due to a blow up fight that they had while filming Real Housewives of New Jersey, where Teresa, as she's done sort of a lot of times in the past, accused Melissa Gorga of cheating on Joe. Now, Teresa has sort of done this to Melissa since she got on the show. She was like, you're a stripper. You're cheating on him. You're talking to him. It's sort of an age-old tale. But I am really excited that we have a first-hand accountant uh, account. So I would like to go to Sarah Huron. As being a resident of New Jersey and Real Housewives of New Jersey fan, how do you feel about this hair representing your state and the fact that Melissa and Joe were not at the wedding?
0: I feel great about the hair representing my state. I mean, it's giving the bump it a whole new, like, potential comeback um and melissa and joe listen selfishly it's, it seems like it's going to be great television um new jersey yeah. is at its best when the gorgas and the judices are not on good terms is Damn. joe gonna regret the fact that Teresa is gonna hold against him for the rest of his existence that he wasn't at her wedding absolutely um will they get over this probably because they've gotten over like physical blows Teresa, like you know They've made comments with the about the parents, like they've, and again, been a stripper gate, uh, sprinkle cookies, whatever you want to say. They've gotten through Mm. worse, potentially. Um, but I think it's really interesting that everyone else from Jersey was there. Jackie and Margaret, historically, very, very close to Melissa, not on good terms with Teresa. They were at the wedding. Dolores and Jennifer in the wedding. Um, Listen, I think that it's going to be good TV, and I think it's going to be a very rocky road, but I think that it was the best thing they could do for ratings, and I'm for that, I'm thankful.
1: I will be turning into, if nothing else, the wedding episode and the episodes leading up to it. The finale
0: of the jersey is seemingly where they got into this fight about some allegations about an affair leading into the (laughs) the Teresa couple-episode wedding special. I mean, could Bravo have planned it better? Probably not.
1: Probably not. But Melissa and Teresa, when you say you, they, they've gotten over these fights, but they've always still hated each other to their core. I they mean, Teresa's got over still the... mad that
0: Melissa's on the show and it's been a decade. So yeah. that's true.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I will never forget about those sprinkle cookies. They were so nice and so wrapped. She threw them right in the trash. And I don't <laughs> think that they have gotten better, uh, you know, since then. Yeah. Um, Well, good luck to them. Honestly, can't wait to watch it. And thank you, Gwen, beauty expert and Sarah here on New Jersey Resident for your thoughts on Teresa's hair. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Look at the memes. It's incredible. A hair not to be forgotten. No. Let's move on to Ashton Kutcher. So I feel like he had talked about his autoimmune disease before, but he talked about it uh, a lot more on Access Hollywood uh, from an upcoming episode of National Geographic's Running Wild with Bear Grills, The challenge. And Ashton said, like two years ago, I had this super weird, rare form of vacuolitis. Um, He said it knocked out my vision, knocked out my hearing, knocked out all of my equilibrium. It took me like a year to build it all back up again. Uh, you really don't appreciate it until it's gone. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to see again. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to hear again. I don't know if I'm ever going to be walk again. I'm just lucky to be alive. Now, Ashton can see, hear, and walk now, but it's sort of a scary time when he was going through this and didn't know what the future held for him and sort of losing your sight, equilibrium, vision. That is terrifying. <laughs> now, this uh, disease also uh, has affected another celebrity. He was you know, in Caddyshack and all these. He died for. years years. years ago from it so it is very serious and I did not know that Ashton was in all of this trouble did you guys see this interview I know you were shocked by at least the headline
0: I did because I wrote the headline that I think prompted Ashton (laughs) Kutcher to then tweet out that this was three years ago and he's fine now. Um, (laughs) So I did watch the clip and write the headline. Um, And I also looked this disease up on the Mayo Clinic as a journalist and doctor. Um, And it can affect you short term or long term. It can have long term effect on your uh, tissues, organs. Um, But Ashton said that he's all good now. It was almost three years ago. So he said two years in the clip. So he probably filmed this appearance um, Mm -hmm. a year ago. But it is definitely really scary to feel like you're losing your motor skills um, vision sight anything like that have an episode if this rare um, condition and I'm happy that he's doing well because you know we had to be on that 90s show set we couldn't what would we do without Kelso <laughs> in, the, in that 70 show spinoff
1: <laughs> true well said.
2: True. I love I love Ashton and, and Mila I want to believe that like the love of their family is what nursed him back to health quickly
1: And that amazing house that they have in Architectural Digest, one of my favorite celebrity homes. I mean, tens across the board. Um, well, let us go to another happy story. Well, see, it's, it's bittersweet, but it's mainly happy. Chloe uh, Kardashian has welcomed a new baby. Yes, it is a baby boy with Tristan Third Trimester Thompson. Was he in the delivery room? Probably not. Is he going to be an absent father? Also, probably not, because they say that he's a good dad. But I mean, in this Chloe saga, the Khloe kids with saga, Chloe, at least the kids with Chloe, right now. Um, So uh, are we happy for her? I've been talking to a lot of people about Chloe and they're really disappointed in her because uh, uh, Chloe was a lot of people's favorite Kardashian and they just want her to love herself. And she's gone a little crazy with the augmentation cosmetic procedures. She has gone back to Tristan so many times. And I feel personally, I just want Chloe to love herself as much as I love Chloe. And it's just a sad situation for everyone involved, except for the beautiful kids and I guess weekend dad, Tristan, who's apparently very good
0: yeah i totally agree with everything you're saying as far as wanting chloe to love her as much as i love her hopefully 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 dear lord if you're out there i don't know don't let this go girl go back to tristan third trimester thompson we must move on move the narrative move the story um my favorite part though is that faye resnick was at um the morally corrupt faye resnick as as beverly as beverly hills fans will know her um she was at Tessa, tessa hilton yeah baron hilton's wife's baby shower at with kathy hilton over the weekend and we had a reporter there and aunt faye just can't help it she spilled the tea she said that um the baby's beautiful that true is very. Very curious about her new brother and subtly snuck in there when asked, Oh, was Tristan, you know, there when you spent the night at Chris Jenner's house with the new baby? And Faye said, You know, not my place to say, but no, he wasn't there.
2: (laughs) Not my place to say. Perfectly said. Faye Resnick, perfectly said. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, everybody knows what's going on here, but the great thing is that True has a sibling and Chloe wanted another child. I just hope, as you stated very clearly, Sarah Heron. Run girl, run, (laughs) run. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, watch Gone Girl and just get gone from him. (laughs) And Us Weekly had an exclusive around this. We can officially say there were talks that Khloe Kardashian was dating a private equity investor that she met at a dinner party at Kim or Chris's house. Doesn't matter anymore because Us Weekly can reveal that they have broken up. Khloe and this private equity investor, who we are gonna find out who he is sooner or later, but are sadly no longer together. Uh, I, I feel like I was clinging on so deeply. I was like, she's not dating a sports player who's much younger than her and probably not gonna dog her private equity. Sounds so good for Chloe. I was really, I put a lot of eggs in this basket. I was sad to see it go
0: I think that this was Kim's way of being like, Chloe, we need you to get out there and start dating before the baby comes. You can dump this guy when the baby comes because you'll be busy. But we need Tristan (laughs) to know that you have options, that you're not sitting at home sulking. Let's get you out there. Let's make sure the news knows you're dating. Tristan, go have fun in Mykonos. When the baby comes, we can dump this guy. But let's, you know, let's try to get the, dip the toes in here.
1: Uh, that has spoken like someone who definitely has watched the Kardashians on Hulu because that really did sound like Kim talking to Chloe
0: thank you <laughs> thank you so much yeah
1: that was very very good I just you need to be pretending to be eating a salad as you said that but everything else was well when perfect. we wrap this up
0: I'll go get my salad
1: nice. <laughs> okay, great. nice, nice. <sighs> And we can't do a news podcast without talking about the sad, sad news. We were also hopelessly devoted to her. Olivia Newton John has passed. Her husband um, announced Olivia's death um, on Monday on all of her social media channels. He said, Dame Olivia Newton John passed away peacefully at her ranch in Southern California this morning, surrounded by family and friends. We ask everyone, please respect the family's privacy during this different, difficult time. Now, Olivia has been a symbol of triumphs and hope for 30 years, sharing her journey with breast cancer, her healing inspiration and pioneering experience with plant medicine continues with the Olivia Newton-John Foundation Fund, dedicated to researching plant medicine and cancers. In lieu of flowers, the family asks that donations be made in her memory too the foundation now we all loved you know her and xanadu and greece and everything and she was just such a beautiful person i remember speaking to her for 25 things you don't know about me which you should read they're actually really good and she was just such a kind hearted loving person so just real sad just just sad love her you know
0: greece is one of my all times as so many people um mm-hmm. and if i you know had any sort of voice and didn't want to tarnish newton john's memory i would burst out into hopelessly devoted to you right now but i'll refrain
1: oh yeah that's probably good
2: sandra d our queen thank you Plousing i mean i virginity. loved going back exactly i loved going back <laughs> To those images of sandy in greece and like bad sandy who like had a cigarette hanging out of her mouth like it was such a Icon. different time but truly iconic like that was at that time that was like female empowerment of like you're going to control the narrative girl like this guy is not going to dictate who you are and what you want and you can have what you want so you well know, she God changed God for him. him but you know it's fine tomato tomato. this is this is this is you know 1980s yeah
1: doing the 1950s
2: different different time exactly exactly doing the 1950s maybe it was even the 70s i don't remember greece the first greece
0: greece came out in 1978 but
2: it was Uh, like the 50s Yes, well, that you know that. Yes, yeah,
1: we love that, and you know, Michelle Pfeiffer, Grease too, also loved well, that too. Stephanie, not, not, I
2: mean, Stephanie Zanoni really did like, create Zinoni, feminism. One of the best characters ever to grace the big screen.
1: I couldn't agree more. That is what camp is made of. It is right there.
2: Cool rider, a rider that's cool. I want a cool rider.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, please go donate to the Olivia Newton-John Foundation Fund if you're really missing her. She also has this great um, spa wellness retreat, the Gaia Resort in uh, Australia, that you know you can book a stay at should you like to support her and the family. It's just really, really sad, guys. I'm just. This was a celebrity passing that I feel like really hit home for a lot of people and I just saw everyone I knew in the world posting about it. Super (sighs) sad. Yeah, well, that is all the news we have this week. We'll be back next week to say who Pete Davidson is now dating. Um, whether it be your comments, our wild speculations, or because he has moved on. Thank you so much to my hosts, Sarah and Gwen, for helping me spill all of this piping hot celebrity this week. Again, this is Travis Cronin on Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast with your weekly peek into the glamour, glitter, fashion for your favorite celebrities. Because after all, guys, celebrities... they're just just like like us us. say it with Uh, us just like us except with more money and access all right thank you guys for listening we will be back next week see you then